Hello, hello everyone and welcome back to Kitana's introspection. I hope that you enjoyed the previous episode. It's truthfully an interesting, interesting topic. And this episode is going to be episode two of that topic. So we're continuing on with the education system. Um, In this episode, it's going to be focused on the critical need for change. Um, So basically, I'm going to explain the things that education is doing and the things that it's preventing and then why with relation to those things it needs to change not entirely the whole system doesn't necessarily have to disappear just parts of it that do need to be looked at carefully and reconstructed for a better future so i'm going to start off by pointing out to you the fact that the education system is based on academic ability This is because there wasn't really a system of modern education before the 19th century and education came to a head when the movement of industrialism came about. This is the reason why you find what society deems as um, the most useful subjects for work are at the top and usually the ones which society deems as not not useful are at the bottom because when industrialism came about they needed people who had intellect they needed people who could innovate ideas and be able to follow through with them be able to lead on from different theories and different ideas and be able to now make up or discover the different ways in which they could do different things for example manufacturing and industries so this model of education steers you away from things you'd like on the grounds that you would never really get a job of doing them because let's face it if you honestly separate things you now like because you are educated and you aren't you encountered them in education and things which without education or aside from it or way before you were educated you'd like them chances are the things you enjoy that have nothing to do with the tiniest bit of education even the letters you wouldn't really get anywhere with them now because they're just not seeked out by the system. Nowadays, institutions, particularly learning ones, will structure their system in the image of what they aim to achieve. And usually this is academic intelligence and prosperity. They want to breed educated individuals who will go into the world and do extraordinary things. And that is a very worthwhile goal. That is very, very, very good. There just might be a few areas of the process and the outlook, the overall outlook that need to be tweaked. Because at the end of the day, you usually end up with creative, talented and brilliant people who think they're not. And therefore, they need to achieve recognized levels of achievements to really become brilliant. You have all these different people with different talents and different capacities and capabilities and abilities all these different people who in different areas excel greatly and unfortunately they think they have nothing to offer they think they they aren't talented in anything they think they're not good at anything why because usually there's certain things which are put to be good for as in if they if you're not in the list of one to ten of the things which you need to be good for to really actually have a talent you're considered to not have one at all 
you know because in as much as we say people should discover their talents usually the system already has a list of talents that they're looking for so when you discover your talent if it's outside of that list of talents that the system looks for usually it's not really focused on that much now i don't think it's wise to continue down that path because when considered carefully levels of intelligence and education have prospered and multiplied beyond measure where once at some point the possible was unimaginable to go to space now that possibility has been proven and it leaves a vacuum of even more possibilities there's an endless and eternal channel of ways to improve things anything you can make anything better there is always a way to make something better it's a endless runway it's a endless channel of possibilities at one point in time if you think about this all someone needed to do was do a few years in school and then get a really good job and sometime after that it now needed you to have at least a high school diploma before you could work at a gas station or a simple shop and sometime after that you now needed a high school diploma and a university degree to secure a job and where we stand now is that someone needs to go through primary education secondary education and tertiary education and enter into a college or university get a degree from there after that first degree they'll need to get about two or three specialized ones and that will qualify them to get into an institution that's meant to elevate their education and build up their credibility for maybe one or two years after that experience you can now enter and you'd have now finally 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 proven yourself to be worthy of that career and you enter into that career but entering into that career you enter at the bottom always always enter at the bottom you enter at the bottom and you have to work your way up to the top and while working your way up to the top you're getting more and more educated you're trying to look for more and more ways to do certain things in that career path in order to elevate yourself up the ladder see development and improvement are amazing things and were we to live alongside them and be able to use them to develop more that would be profitable what we seem to be doing however is trying to outdo our own developments we're trying to beat our improvements by straining to stay way ahead of them it's a complex idea because trying to improve in something is not bad at all the only thing is our version of doing this makes us use speeds and lengths we do not quite yet have the capacity to sustain and withhold the result of that is millions of people all over the world with on all ages under the stress of depression and addiction to different things in order to cope with such a long load in order to cope with the stress of having to keep up with such intelligence in order to keep up with the stress of having to keep up with such a far away goal such such a far away seen thing something so far stretched away from you something which you have to strain and you have to grind to get to something which you can never really steadily move alongside <clears throat> never not really some it's something that is always a million steps ahead of you and you always have to run and run after it you can never walk alongside it that's where we stand at the moment we have the highest percentage ever of individuals who feel as though they have nothing to offer and are meaningless because see when you put that development millions of steps ahead 
this empty space between you and that development, it's not a good place to be in. Because in that space, there is nothing to give you hope, nothing to give you courage and encouragement to keep developing. There is nothing to say, hey, you're currently here right now and look how it's working for you. Let's use that. Whatever it is that you've discovered, let's use it and let's keep cultivating it and keep growing and we'll take steps one at a time as we go along. We in this world have issues like global warming. We have issues like pollution. So many of these issues that come from us technically being way too ahead of ourselves. Development is good. All these different things are good. Education is good. Intelligence is good. As long as we do it and use it at such a speed that we can keep up with such a speed that our mentalities our emotions our bodies can keep up with you see people would let me use an example in sports there are people who tend to nowadays use drugs in order to enhance their ability to do the sport why because they are trying to beat others they're trying to beat others who maybe have more talent than them and if we're to put it into a metaphor the ones that have that natural amazing talent are development what we'll consider as the development and then the ones who are taking the drugs in order to enhance themselves to catch up with the people who naturally they wouldn't be able to catch up with now that's us so you see we are taking these drugs we're using these different things in order to catch up to those that are great to those that have that natural talent and the effects on our bodies is terrible you know drugs always have a terrible effect they always have some sort of side effect if it's not medicinally or if it's not given to you in certain doses in the right doses for medicinal purposes they will always have a negative effect on you and that's what we're experiencing in the world now we're experiencing pollution we're experiencing depression we're experiencing people who feel like they mean nothing people who feel like they have nothing to offer in the world at all maybe i'm overloading you a bit with things you've probably never considered because the thing is and as much as we want to develop we seem to not realize that you can develop at a steady pace you're not running out of time yes sure you're getting older but guess what you will get older and you will leave this life and some others will come into it there is always a future you may not live to see that future but others will always see it and as we progress slowly and slowly we are able to access possibilities that are positive for that future perhaps that is the problem we are trying to outdo time see we can't stand the idea of developing something now and not living long enough to see it through. We can't stand the idea of starting something now and not being able to finish it within good enough time for us to be able to enjoy it before we get into our old age. We are impatient. We are trying to run ahead of time. We are trying to develop so much so that way before a certain period of time, certain period of time which we know we may not be able to do these things way before that we would have done it we would have developed it we would have found ways to cut through that we would have found ways to jump over time and i mean the concept itself is it's plainly clear that is 
not the mindset to have because you cannot defeat time time will go a future will happen which you will never experience a world you will never experience you will be just like the people in history books that we read now you will be from a time long ago a time that barely seems similar to how it is right now when we read these history books we think about it and we're like the difference between then and now is great and at some point in time that will be us we will be the history there will be a future way ahead of us and many 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 more many different versions of the world that will come about because of all this development and we will never get to experience it and if we are trying to chase those futures we're trying to chase futures which at the moment we are not able to sustain at the moment we're not even ready to have at the moment this earth is not ready to sustain the environment is not ready to sustain it our mentalities and our emotionalness and the ways we understand things are not equipped for those futures futures which we are trying to bring into the present maybe that is the problem and hey i hope i've given you something to think about because that is quite something hey it's quite a concept the idea that we are trying to take futures future futures (laughs) to say and bring them into our present but let me step into a different bracket for a bit i'll look particular at the effects of like school and education for people's mental health and emotional being perhaps in the next episode of this topic let me go to a different channel for a bit there's a researcher and known philosopher um his name is sir ken robinson and he says that in order to change there are three vital things that we need to realize about education he says that the first one is that intelligence should be thought about in the different ways that we experience it and intelligence is the basis of education it should be thought about visually and with sound and with taste and with touch and with feeling and the second thing is that intelligence is dynamic and wonderfully interactive creativity comes from the interaction between different ways of seeing things so the different points of view that people have once communicated to others is what helps them to be able to spawn off ideas and come up with different solutions and theories and formulas and the third he says is that intelligence is distinct people realize their true potential in different ways but a very different part of the process to discover is the way in which we discover the talent and the way in which people who have seen it view it and help you cultivate it sir ken robinson uses the example of an experience one of his friends had and it's particularly interesting so i'm going to describe it to you a woman called Gillian Lynn had an interesting experience that led to her becoming a famous professional and rich ballet dancer. When she was young, she was very fidgety and she couldn't keep still and she would constantly lose focus and it got to a point where 
she handed in homework late and she caused a lot of agitation in class and this got her in trouble with her school till eventually they called the mother and they referred them to a specialist because they believed that she was having some sort of learning disabilities now this was in the 30s so diagnostics of mental or physical conditions hadn't really been discovered or invented yet and they weren't really particular about it like how nowadays we would be able to identify particular specific things so the specialist and Jillian's mother had a conversation for about 20 minutes where they basically discussed all the different things that she was doing at school and all the problems that she was having at the end of the conversation between the specialist and her mother the doctor told Jillian that he wanted to talk to her mother privately and what he did was they left her in there but before they left he turned up the volume of the radio that was playing a tune so when they went out he said to her mother just sit and watch her without much time Jillian was up on her feet and she was dancing to the rhythm of the music when they re-entered the specialist said she doesn't have a learning disability she's a dancer put her in a dancing academy the mother did that and Jillian excelled. She later on auditioned for the Royal Ballet School and she had a wonderful career and then founded her own company called Jillian Dance Company. You've probably even heard of it. And she has prospered greatly since then. She's a, she's a millionaire and it was through something she loved. And the institution, the educational system hadn't been able to spot that. They hadn't been able to see the potential in what they thought was fidgetness and you know a lack of focus they hadn't been able to see beyond what they saw as proper realities because for them a fidgety child a child who couldn't focus a child who had issues with her schoolwork was one who probably wasn't as intelligent as others or probably didn't have the capacities of others therefore having a disability because they didn't have what the institution viewed as the correct standards of what a child should have see the institution and the system had not been able to spot her talent because it wasn't in the realm of what they hoped to achieve and cultivate they hoped to achieve educated people and in in the definition of education and educatedness and sophisticatedness you wouldn't really expect to see someone who fidgets someone who moves around a lot or lose loses focus you wouldn't expect to see it because the idea of education is paired with you know sophistication and calmness and you know control and that's something which Jillian didn't have and because of that the school couldn't spot this potential talent or this potential medicine to help her with her fidgeting and her lack of focus in a modern day in this modern day her, her condition is ADHD now had they just diagnosed her and given her medicine and told her to calm down would she have been successful in something she enjoys it's likely she would have never entered the world of dance now that's relative because she might have then encountered dance later on in the future but let's just say that the only opportunity she had to encounter dance was this one if they had just told her calm down we're gonna give you a prescription and you were unable to do one two three things would she have really ventured into such a 
such a practice such as dance which which you know people seem to think need only precision and control don't misunderstand me there's nothing wrong with medical assistance and knowing the different things you suffer from but when we treat these things it should be with the goal of helping the person still be able to do what they love as best as they can despite these conditions and not treat it with the mindset that illustrates the unavailability of certain fields for that individual now to bring it to a more general sense to a more common sense in our education system we are stifled and that actually can prevent us from developing in as much as we tend to think creativity slows down development. Improvement can come at great lengths when we combine education and creativity because when we lead with just one, we head in only one direction that fully exhausts and diminishes us as we fight to strive for an eternal goal in just a short period of time. This goes back to what I said about us wanting futures way ahead of their time our only hope for the future is to reintroduce faith in human capacity to discover new things the the perspective that as humans we are able in fact to discover new things and be able to work out things without assistance of you know academic we are able to develop without the assistance of a strict, solid, constraining education system. That doesn't mean we don't need education. It does help. What we need to do is have the two work alongside each other, creativity and education. But the only way to do that is if education makes room for it. And with the way education is so tightly wound, room for creativity would have to come from a complete rerun of the education system and this will take time this is probably still going to be one problem that the education system has in about 40 years and this is exactly why i was saying we cannot jump over time we cannot jump over those 40 years and try to achieve this change in just one go The goal is to change as many things as quickly as possible as we can that we are able to in that time, that we are able to sustain in that time. Changes which our economies and our environments and our societies are able to manage at that time. And if we do that slowly and slowly, we will reach a good change. This is the same way we should approach development, the same way we should approach learning things and our careers and our talents which unfortunately have now been stifled because of this solid control in education. Let me give one last relatable example. Now, in our relationship with God and in our journey to understand him and what he has planned for us and how often he wants us to be around him and what things he expects for us. How often do you look at others' interpretations and understandings to base your faith? In all these different things, as you're building a relationship with God, as you're trying to understand his word, as you're trying to understand his instructions, as you're trying to understand your place in him, how often do you use other people's interpretations and understandings to base your faith? We do not trust ourselves enough to be able to seek out the truth. And though it may take time, be able to eventually unravel and understand it. 
acquiring help from others is a beautiful thing because there are things which others have already figured out and would help to elevate your journey quicker and also community is a part of our faith anyway but there are still many and many more things that are yet to be discovered and even more which have been massively and commonly misinterpreted that we should now interpret in view of the truth if we do not engage in our research for a relationship with god and we only rely on the faith of others then is the relationship we're building with god really between him and us is it really between him and you if all you ever do is use references of someone else if you never take it within yourself to really absorb the information put it into practice in your own life and try actually just come up with your own understandings of things and ways to be able to understand it quicker is that relationship between you and god or is it between you i mean god and all the different people that have helped you reach god see if we do not engage if we do not fully engage if we do not look for him ourselves in as much as we get help from others the relationship won't be as personal as it should be we have to change and be open to discovering the truth in our own timelines and understanding with the help of others and we can take into consideration their valid opinions and conclusions as long as we do not only depend solely on that as long as we pair all of those different things that we hear from others all of the help that we get from others as long as we pair that with our own personal understanding and view our own personal conclusions from what we've researched so just to conclude the educational system itself isn't entirely flawed it's just that we need to realize that we it does need to change in the aspect of now being able to incorporate um, innovation and creativity and imagination because we are capable we have imaginations and innovation and determination and motivation to do all these different things we are capable of it and if we start to realize our capabilities within ourselves without having to you know build it upon the base of education will improve even more than we are right now we need to learn to work education alongside our creativity and innovation and it's critical for our future because very soon we will reach ends where this earth is not even in a sustainable situation to be able to uphold this you know we already have so many endangered species species we have so many conditions that we've condemned the earth and vegetation to that will make it hard for future generations to be able to really live as wholly as maybe we have and others before us have because they may not have particular trees that bear particular fruits you know they might not have particular minerals that can help them in particular ways so if we learn to use education sustainably and in ways that we can keep up with ways that will not drain us ways that will not try to put us way ahead of where we're supposed to be our lives will be better so i thank you for listening to this podcast today 
and hopefully you've enjoyed it please do share it you know have discussions among your friends and family and anyone you know and as we go on to future episodes i will talk about you know the effect that education now has on particularly children's mentality you know teenagers and even adults and just fully explore the things that education brings with it